I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. The playwright Meredith Wilson once wrote, if you pile up enough tomorrows, you'll find that you're left with a lot of empty yesterdays. That's how a lot of people live their life, is is that they're waiting for tomorrow to get going on what really matters to them. And every day, they're just kind of spinning their wheels on the hamster wheel. Life is very busy. There's a lot coming at us. And as a result, we're often in survival mode, just trying to get by And that stops us from moving forward in our lives. It stops us from taking action today. It stops us from moving our lives powerfully forward right here and now so that our future self keeps getting bigger and bigger. And also our past self keeps getting better and better. We can see measured progress. We're not just going through the motions. We're not living reactive. We're not living based on right now and the here and now and the urgent. Instead, we're taking time on the important. We're taking time to actually create our future selves, to invest in our future selves, to move our lives forward. So in this video, I'm going to talk about eight simple, powerful things you could do every day before 8 a.m. that will help you live that principle of applying more and more today. And as you get better and better today, your tomorrow gets increasingly high quality. Also, so does your yesterday because yesterday you didn't waste it. Instead, yesterday was a very powerful day. Yesterday, you actually used your time well. And so you're moving your life forward. So the first principle actually has to do with what you do the night before. The night before There are two evening principles that you do the night before. One is obviously getting seven hours of sleep. So I recommend getting at least seven plus hours of sleep. That's number one. Get seven plus hours of sleep. Get seven plus hours of healthy sleep. Your brain needs it. Your subconscious needs it. We live in a world that's increasingly plugged in. And so people are using more and more stimulants or steroids or whatever to get them through the day. And none of that makes up for healthy sleep. If you get healthy sleep, your body will be healthy. Your mind will be healthy please get seven or more hours of sleep. But to improve that sleep, there's a lot of research that shows that gratitude improves sleep as does turning off phones. So number two on this list is actually that you had turned off your phone 30 to 60 minutes before bed, pulled out your journal, wrote down three things that you were grateful for that day, and also wrote down the three things you want to accomplish the next day. It takes less than five minutes to do this. All you have to do is pull out your journal, write three things that you're grateful for that day, and then write down the three things you would like to accomplish the next day. Don't write a to-do list of 10 items. Write a to-do list of three items. According to the 80-20 principle, 80% of your results comes from 20% of what you do. So you don't want 10 items on your to-do list. You want one, two, or three of the major outcomes that you want to accomplish towards your long-term goals They're important and not urgent. And they're the things that would be like eating the frog. Eating the frog means you're putting the worst first. It means you're you're actually putting the important before the urgent. So those are the three things you'll do when you wake up. One of the reasons why this is powerful is, is that it removes decision fatigue. A lot of people, when their alarm goes off in the morning, they've got no reason to get up because they don't know what they want to do. There's a great quote that says, never start the day until it is finished on paper. 
There's another great quote from Thomas Edison, and he said, never go to bed without a request to your subconscious. So writing down the three things you want to accomplish the next morning solves both of those problems. First off, you finish your day on paper, and so you're clear on where you want to go. You've made one decision that allows you to never have to think about it again. That's a quote from Michael Jordan. He said, once I made a decision, I never thought about it again. Decision fatigue means you don't know what you want to do. And so because you don't know what you're going to do, you usually cave to the power of the situation. If your alarm clock goes off and you don't know exactly what you want to accomplish that day, it's really easy to just hit the snooze button because you don't know what to do. And so the situation is going to overpower you. But if you've finished your day on paper the day before, if you wrote down the one, two, or three major things you want to accomplish that morning, then you can tap into what psychologists call pull motivation. Pull motivation is a lot more powerful than push motivation. Push motivation means you have to push yourself through willpower to do it, whereas pull motivation means you're literally pulled forward and you're excited to get out of bed. And that's what writing this list does. You write down this list, and then tapping into the Thomas Edison concept, you visualize yourself actually going through the process and accomplishing it. You also visualize your future self. You just think about it for a little bit. Back to that quote, never go to bed without a request to your subconscious. Once you've written it down, you just let it go. You just let it go. That's part of high performance. In the book, The Inner Game of Tennis, one of the things it talks about is, is that we have two selves. Self one is your conscious mind. Self two is your unconscious mind. The purpose of the conscious mind is to visualize the outcome. So in tennis, it's to visualize that great shot and to visualize where you want the ball. And then what you do is you turn off self one and just let self two, which is your subconscious, do the job. If you're overly trying to like correct and fix every shot with your conscious mind, you're not going to be able to perform fluidly. The goal is to get into a flow state. Just like in basketball, the goal is to get in the zone where you're not like overly analyzing every aspect of the shot. You're not even thinking about it. You're just in flow. So that's what this principle is at night too. You write down three things you're grateful for. You write down the one to three things you want to accomplish the next day. That's visualizing the outcome. Then you let it go. And then as you go to bed, your subconscious is going to basically work your way there. Your subconscious will process it and it will get you there. So those are the first two items on the to-do list is one is get seven plus really good hours of sleep. And number two sets you up on how to do that, which is get your technology off 30 to 60 minutes before bed. Write down your big three, also your gratitude. That then allows your subconscious to actually get to work on, the, on some powerful things while you're asleep. Number three is, is that when you wake up, you want to, as quickly as possible, change your environment. Research by Ellen Langer, the Harvard psychologist, has shown that changing your environment, either going from one room to another or going like outside into a new situation, by just changing contexts, you actually become more alert, more aware, more mindful. A big aspect of mindfulness is just awareness of surroundings. And so get out of your environment, either go to a different room, get outside. I like personally just going out to my car. Part of this, I would say, is not only change your environment, but super hydrate. Drink a huge cup of water. If you want, drink protein. A lot of people consume 30 grams of protein first thing in the morning because it suppresses hunger. So hydrate yourself, take any forms of supplements you want, and change your environment. Get yourself into a fresh environment. That will alert you by just simply drinking water and changing your environment pretty quickly after you wake up you're going to wake up much quicker than if you're dragging yourself out of bed or if you're trying any morning routine aspects in your bedroom. Don't do that. Uh, for me, it's very awesome to just wake up, hydrate myself, take a few supplements, and then get into my car and go to my destination. So the fourth item is actually to have a deadline on your morning. So that could be that you're meeting your workout partner for a workout at like 7 a.m. or that you've got your first meeting at like 9 a.m. You want some deadline that then drives you, it acts as a forcing function. It gives you some form of urgency and intensity to actually accomplish something in the morning. So for me, I usually meet my running partner at like 5.30 in the morning. And so when my alarm goes off at five, I know I've got 30 minutes to accomplish a few things. Hydrate, 
take a few supplements, and then I get in my car and I drive over to his house and then I pull out my journal. And I know that I've got about 10 minutes to write my journal. So that's actually the fifth one, is to pull out your journal. Journaling is incredibly powerful. Journaling first thing in the morning is the most powerful. First off, your subconscious has been working on and brewing what you, were, what you wrote down the night before. Your subconscious has been working on what you're trying to accomplish. And so basically what you want to do is just write down what you're trying to accomplish. Write down whatever comes to your mind. But ultimately you want to write down, as it relates to your big three, what you need to do that day, who you want to reach out to, what you want to accomplish that day, who's your future self. You want to write down basically anything that comes to mind. This morning journaling session is more of a creativity and a visualization thing. What I did for a long time when I was at Clemson University and I was writing on medium.com a lot is I would sit in my car for about 10, 15 minutes before I went into the gym and I would write down, first off, what I'm trying to accomplish like in the short and the long term, but I would also write down ideas that I want to write about in the articles I was writing. And there's a lot of research that shows, number one, your willpower is a lot higher in the morning, but also so is your creativity. Your brain is primed for creativity first thing in the morning. And if you just journal about what you're trying to accomplish, it's amazing how many ideas come to your mind. Also, one thing I would challenge you to do with this journaling activity, if you're someone who believes in God, pray beforehand. Pray that you can kind of receive inspiration or have guidance while you're journaling. If that's not up your alley, or even if it is, combine that with meditation. Just quiet your mind, visualize what you're trying to accomplish, slow yourself down, and then write what you're trying to accomplish. From my standpoint, journaling is a very powerful form of active meditation and also it's a tool for getting clarity, insight, inspiration. So if you combine meditation, prayer, and journaling, and as a part of that journaling exercise, first thing you do is write what you're grateful for, then all of a sudden you're priming your mind for all sorts of positive emotions. You're, and then also, one of the things you could do is you want to review your long-term goals. So that would be actually number six, is, is that as part of this journaling process, you want to actually review your long-term vision, review your long-term goals. In the front cover of my journal, I have a list of five questions that I always answer. One is, where am I right now? The second question is, what, what have I accomplished in the last 30 days? Or what are my wins from the last 30 days? The third one is, what do I want to accomplish in the next 30 days? The fourth question is, what am I trying to accomplish before the end of this year? And the fifth is, where do I want to be in three years from now? So those are just five journal prompt questions that I have in the front cover of all my journals. And I just quickly read the answers to those as I'm meditating, visualizing my future self, I read my answers to those and it completely triggers and primes me into my future self. It reminds me of my long-term goals. And so there's obviously a lot of research that shows that goals are a lot easier to accomplish if you've written them down. And so that's number six. And it's actually combined with number five, which is journaling. And that's to review your long-term goals, review your long-term vision. Actually look at it, think about it, visualize where you're trying to go. And then ultimately journal about gratitude and journal about what you're trying to accomplish that day journal about anything else that comes to mind for about five to 15 minutes max. And all of these things combined really get you into a flow state. From there, the next step I would challenge you to do is some form of hard, extreme physical activity. It could be weightlifting, running, yoga, something that's pretty intense. There's a great book on the research as it relates to the brain and exercise. It's called Spark. And basically what it's shown is, is that high intensity exercise or workout in the morning really lights up your brain and it leads to high performance in cognitive or mental tasks immediately after. So they've done a lot of research that shows that students who have a test, as an example, if they ran or sprinted or did some form of intense high energy activity and exercise for like 15 to 30 minutes beforehand, they, they scored much higher on their tests. And that's one thing that I've found 
progressively over the last five or so years, as I've spent a lot of time on creative mental tasks, is that by exercising in the morning, by hitting it really hard, and by increasing my heart rate, um, my cognitive abilities shortly thereafter worked really well. So what I would do is wake up, go to the gym, park outside, write in my journal about what I'm trying to accomplish, review my goals, write about what I was going to write about. And then I would go into the gym, hit it really hard for 15 to 45 minutes. And from there, because my mind was so operating at a high level, I would then go and I would write articles. And my mind was just pumping and, and just at a very high level. And so if you want a book on that subject, read the book Spark, which is all about how exercise and particularly high intensity exercise really sparks your brain. It's really powerful. So I would challenge you to do some form of high intensity exercise first thing in the morning. And then from there, do one activity or more on your long-term goals. That's what they would call eating the frog. Do one thing towards your future self. One thing that's important, not urgent. And all of this ideally is why your phone is on airplane mode, where you're not getting too much input. Maybe while you're exercising, you're listening to an audiobook or a podcast, but you're not checking your email, you're not stirring the pot. Your brain first thing in the morning, you want to keep it in a flow state, which means you don't want to throw too many random inputs in it. Don't check your email, don't check social media. If you're going to listen to like an audiobook or if you're going to listen to a podcast, that's that's good stuff. That's good fuel for the brain. But ultimately, after your high-intensity workout, when your mind is ultimately sparking at a high level, you want to spend 30 to 90 minutes working on a long-term goal. It could be writing a blog post. It could be working on a product. Uh, and so the idea of this one is do something intentional or do something courageous towards your future self. It could be sending an email, um, pitching an idea, or asking for a partnership. It could be actually just in a flow state working on a project. So put the important before the urgent and do it when your mind's in a flow state. After you've done the gratitude, after you've done the visualization, after you've gotten your body into a really powerful state and you're hydrated, then jump into a really important task for 30 to 90 minutes. I would challenge you to try to get closer than 90 minutes. You will easily be able to get into a flow state. You'll be able to perform at a very high level. You'll also be accomplishing something really important today rather than waiting for tomorrow. Back to that quote from Meredith Wilson that if you wait for too many tomorrows, you'll find that you have a lot of empty yesterdays. A core point of this whole routine is to get yourself into a peak state, into a flow state, so that then when you're actually engaging in that high important activity, you're doing it at a really high level. And if you're doing it at a really high level with your future self in mind, then you'll be engaging in high flow. Back to the book, Theater Game of Tennis. The purpose of self one is to visualize your future self or to visualize the outcome. Then it's to just let go and turn off and let self two, which is your subconscious, let the subconscious take over. And so whether it's working on your project, whether it's shooting that email, you clarify what you want and then you try to just not overly correct yourself or overly analyze yourself. Just take action towards where you're trying to go. Get better and better at high performance at, at flow. And when you're in flow, you're not trying to overly control things. It's not a willpower thing. You're actually just moving forward. You're not overly correcting yourself. You're in a peak state. You're in a flow state. And if you do that with your future self in mind, your performance is going to continuously increase over time. So those are eight things that you should do before 8 a.m. The first two have to do with what you do the night before. Get at least seven plus hours of sleep and do so in the right way. Having had just a little bit of an evening routine to have gratitude and to set your big three so that you finish your damn paper and so that you set your subconscious mind up so that it was focused on the right things while you're asleep. Number three, change your environment. Number four is to have a deadline of some sort that acts as a forcing function so that you actually have some form of urgency. Number five is to write in your journal with gratitude 
and focusing on your future self. Number six is to review your long-term vision. And you could actually do that right before you journal if you want. I do it right before I journal. Number five is hard physical activity for 15 to 45 minutes. Really intensifies your brain, sparks it up. And then number eight is to take action somewhere on your long-term goals. To put the important before the urgent and to do so in an extreme flow state. If you do this, you will make massive progress. I can speak with conviction on this. When I first started my PhD program back in 2014, I'd never made more than like $15,000 a year. Uh, I was a graduate student. I was really enjoying my life. But by applying this principle during my five years of my PhD program, not only did I finish a PhD, um, but during those five years, we actually adopted three kids and had twins. I went from zero to five kids. But during that time, I wrote blog posts that were read by over 100 million people. I became a professional author and entrepreneur and began basically making millions of dollars by applying this principle. And I still do it today. And I'm getting better and better at visualizing my future self and at putting myself into a position and into a peak state to perform at a high level. And it's just a very powerful way to live your life. If you put the important before the urgent, you build your confidence. You've lived a great life and you've lived a great day before 8 a.m. Robin Sherman talks about how this makes you psychologically bulletproof because by the time 8 a.m. rolls around, you've already had this amazing day. You've visualized your future self. You've had gratitude. You've pushed your body. You've also like exercised and you've done some really important flow-based work. You're like totally killing it. And that's where most people are just pulling themselves out of bed and they're reacting to the moment. They're checking their news feeds and stuff like that. So this is how you accomplish more and more every day. You do this every day and the compound effect takes over. You will be very successful in a short period of time. Whereas for most people, they have a lot of empty yesterdays. This way you can have a lot of powerful yesterdays. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one page future self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it. The full future self course and other goodies such as my peak state checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times and my ebook slipstream time hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies. And until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.